0: Here's what he had to say to
1: MSNBC anchor Chuck Todd. It's very dangerous, Chuck, because a lot of what you're seeing as attacks on me, quite frankly, are attacks on science, because all of the things that I have spoken about consistently from the very beginning have been fundamentally based on science. Sometimes those things were inconvenient truths for people, and there was pushback against me. So if you are trying to, you know, get at me as a public health official and a scientist, you're really attacking not only Dr. Anthony Fauci, you're attacking science. And anybody that looks at what's going on clearly sees that. You have to be asleep not to see that. That is what's going on. Science and the truth are being attacked.
0: Hey, moron! Hey, moron! <laughs> ah, moron! <laughs> that was uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci followed by a movie that I really love, at least a clip from it, The Waterboy. Dr. Fauci is on the defense now because he feels that he's being attacked. And he's trying to equate you attacking him is the same as attacking science. We are not attacking science, Dr. Fauci. <laughs> We are attacking you as an individual directly. Why? Because you lied to all of us. Because now that all of the emails have come out, we see how much you have lied to us and that you are not to be trusted. You knew masks didn't work. You knew they only work if you're sick. You said so in an email to the Obama staffers. You lied about hydroxychloroquine. You knew that that worked, and I have an article I'm going to share with everybody shortly about the benefits to hydroxychloroquine and zinc. You lied about gain-of-function research, knowing full well that you were participating in it, or at least funding it for the Wuhan laboratory. You also knew how the virus got out, and you knew that it leaked from the lab, and everybody tried to keep it quiet. So we're attacking you directly because of you. Over the course of the past 14 months, children have been forced to stay home from school and their education is suffering because of it. People are being forced to put masks on their face when they do not want to, you knowing full well that they don't work but still selling it on TV as if they do. People lost their jobs and their livelihoods. People couldn't bury family members. People lost family members. Suicides, alcoholism, drugs. What more? What more do we even need to say? That's bad enough. And that's just the tip of the iceberg of what people have given up over the past year. Seeing loved ones. How many kids missed out on graduation? How about prom? You know, kids love to go to prom. They look forward to it since they're young. You know, since they're little kids, they're looking forward to going to prom. Girls look forward to dressing up. They look forward to renting limousines. That's their thing. They missed out on homecoming. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So, no, we're not attacking science because science has nothing to do with it. But you, on the other hand, since you love the limelight and you love being on TV, man, you love being on TV more than any politician I have ever seen. More than any movie star I've ever seen, you love the limelight and you want to stay in it. You have been misleading and misinforming people for the last 14 months. I personally think it's on purpose and by design. You're being used as a political weapon and whether you know it or not, and you're just a dunce and you're doing it unwillingly and unknowingly, or... You know what game is being played and you're all in. It's one or the other. I think you were used during the election to try to make Trump look like he mishandled the virus. I also now think that you're being used to try to deflect from the Biden administration because of how poorly they're doing. So one way or the other, like I said, you're either a dunce or you're all in. Me personally, I absolutely think you're all in. There's an article out in the Gateway Pundit that really does show you Mr. Oh, you know, if you're an attack on me, is an attack on science. Yeah, well, here's an attack on science. Greatest mass killer of the 21st century. Data shows Fauci conspired and lied. New study shows hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin improved survival of COVID patients by nearly 200%. Now, you can take your time to go read the article if you'd like. It's in the Gateway Pundit but it more or less tells you everything you already knew. A quick summary, it basically tells you hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin accompanied with zinc, if you were taking it prior to getting COVID, that the mortality rate was down by over 200%. So it protects you that much better. And that's what Trump was telling everybody. So when I say that Dr. Fauci, I believe he was in it, (laughs) <laughs> to, to win it then that's why because when Trump is out there saying if you take this very safe drug been around for 50 years they take it all the time in other countries to stop from malaria and other diseases if you take this a company with zinc which is an over-the-counter vitamin then it would lessen the chance of your death by up to 200 percent that is amazing numbers But instead of following the science, right, because that's what we're complaining about right now, instead of following the science, no, you took a political stance against Trump and just because Trump said it, you shot it down and because of that, people lost their lives. It's simply amazing. You can't even trust the top medical professionals of the United States because they're all bought and paid for. Now, a lot's been going on this week. The report on the Lafayette Square where Donald Trump took a picture with the Bible finally came out and exonerated Trump as we all knew it would. You know, it's funny. Trump is always right. I mean, I might be a fan and a cheerleader. You can say whatever you want about me when it comes to Donald Trump. But everything the man has said at one point or another, give it a little bit of time, and it's always proven correct. He either has great intuition or he's just that good. But it's funny watching mainstream media. They have to say something about it. They got to give it its minute of airtime, let's say. And during that minute of airtime, even though it's proving what they would beat into the ground. Because remember, ABC, NBC, MSNBC, everybody was saying that Donald Trump had that part cleared on purpose just so he could take a picture. And they made a big fuss about it and how terrible that was. Look at how he's mistreating the protesters and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Well, here's ABC News themselves having to admit the truth finally. But you'll see, even in them admitting the truth, they still got to throw some cheap shots in there to try to appease their radical audience.
1: The new report tonight from the Inspector General at the Interior Department that found that Lafayette Park was not cleared out for that photo op with former President Trump holding that Bible. Here's our Chief Washington correspondent, Jonathan Carl, now. Donald Trump's infamous photo op holding that Bible in front of St. John's Church last summer began just 21 minutes after the surrounding area was forcefully cleared by U.S. Park Police and other law enforcement. At the time, it appeared the protesters were forced out to make room for the president's visit. But a new report today by the internal investigator at the Department of Interior says there is no evidence the operation had anything to do with Trump's visit. We did not find evidence that a potential presidential visit to the park or St. John's Church influenced the park police's decision-making or their deployment. Instead, the report says protesters were cleared out to allow contractors to build a fence in response to damage done during the previous two nights of rioting. The report says the park police didn't even know about the president's plans until hours after it began planning their operation. The operation to remove peaceful protesters became violent. Many people were injured and beaten, something that is not addressed by the report. The report does find that tear gas and other chemical irritants were used against the protesters and that most of the crowd could not hear the audio warnings issued by the police that the area was about to be cleared out. Donald Trump issued a statement today thanking the inspector general, saying that the report totally exonerates him from ordering the removal of those protesters. Although, David, at the time, he actually praised the actions of the police to get the protesters out of the area around this church, saying that they had done a great job. Jonathan Carl, tonight, Thank you, John.
0: So Trump did not order them just out of the blue so he could take a picture to get the protesters back and clear the area. It was pre planned and now Trump has been exonerated once again. Also, this week, you know, the January 6th supposed insurrection report came out. It vindicated Trump as we knew it would, and its main concern or the main problem they ended up having was miscommunication or lack of communication between Capitol Police, local police officers, FBI, on any information that they had that there was going to be any types of problems so it fell back on the law enforcement agencies handling the situation now what do you want to bet you're not going to hear another word about them forming a committee to go over the january 6th attack what do you want to bet that the democrats aren't going to say another word about having a committee Because there's nothing to be had. There was a full investigation done. That was their findings. And it's over. You know, and another thing that's bothering me is I'm getting sick and tired of Democrats saying that what happened on the 6th, which, yes, five people did lose their lives, and that's terrible, but you cannot compare that in any way, shape, or form. To And I'm getting sick and tired of hearing that it was worse than 9-11 from Joe Biden, from Kamala Harris, from any of those idiots. I'm sick and tired of hearing it because it's just disgusting that you would even say that. Over 3,000 people lost their lives. 3,000 innocent civilians that just went to work that day to do their job or they were in the building for another reason. They were going about their life as normal didn't do anything to anybody and lost their lives just because they happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Okay, you guys caused a problem. You made this election where nobody trusted, nobody believed it. It was too much Tom tomfoolery going on and when whatever happened at the Capitol happened, you can accept a lot of blame in that, not Trump. All of you Democrats can accept a lot of blame in there. Ultimately, there's no comparison between the 6th and 9-11, so you need to stop saying that. One of the Democrats that likes to run her mouth a lot, and I don't even know how she has any place in Congress left, how this woman hasn't been removed, I don't know. I, I, it, it boggles the mind, but I have an audio clip from her as well, and I'd like you to hear it. Here's one of your most extreme House members.
2: Uh, I know you oppose the court's investigation in both um, Palestine and in Afghanistan. I haven't seen any evidence in either cases that domestic courts can, uh, both can and will prosecute alleged war crimes and crimes against humanity. And I would emphasize that in Israel and Palestine, uh, this includes crimes committed by both the Israeli security forces and Hamas In Afghanistan, it includes crimes committed by the Afghan national government and the Taliban. So in both of these cases, if domestic courts can't or won't pursue justice, and we oppose the ICC, where do we think the victims of these supposed uh, crimes can go for justice?
0: It's just dumb. She has the nerve To call us a terrorist nation. If you listen closely to what she's saying, she is comparing us to a terrorist nation because she's not getting the outcome that she's looking for. Because we're not persecuting Israel the way she would like us to, because she's an anti Semite. So now we're a terrorist nation. That's amazing. Coming from somebody like her, you're an immigrant. Who through God's good grace, you were able to come to the United States and make something of yourself. You've actually done better than most people here. You've made it all the way up to a house member. And you're going to bash this country and say that we're a terrible nation and that we can be compared to a terrorist nation. She needs to be removed immediately. You don't deserve that house seat because you're too dumb to have it. You got to go. If you hate this country that much, you certainly shouldn't be governing anything. You should be gone. Or at least not in that position, go get a job doing something else. And if you hate the country that much, guess what? It's real simple. Buy a plane ticket from Delta and take a hike. Go somewhere else where you think it's so much better than here that you would have the gall to call us a terrorist nation. I don't understand how these people get where they're at. I don't know how they can keep getting voted in. I feel sorry for you people in that area that didn't vote for these people and they're trying to oppose it. And all of you that do vote for people like this and you look around and your crime rate's up and everything's falling apart in your blue cities, pat yourself on the back and thank yourself because that's a direct result of you being ignorant and believing anything that you're spoon-fed from MSM and all of these crooked politicians. And there you go. You know, at one point in time in America... And it was a long time ago, probably before any of us were even born. Politicians actually became politicians because they cared about the United States, because they wanted to make things better, because they had the best of intentions for this country and its people. But nowadays, they're all about power, money. They want to radicalize. They want to burn the system to the ground. You know, I did a video that's out Friday. Both my podcasts and videos drop out on Friday. And this video coming out is on critical race theory. And it's getting from bad to worse. I did the video. uh, you You never know how much people truly know. You never know how much people are paying attention if they have time to. If they're too busy and they just can't read things or can't find out things. And they can only absorb so much in a day. That you don't know what they know. So I wanted to do a video. It's like four minutes long. And it just goes over some basic stuff on critical race theory. If you want, catch it. It's on Rumble. Um, But like I said, it's going from bad to worse. I'm glad to see that we are finally having people stand up. Teachers, parents really getting involved and standing up to this. Because a direct result of critical race theory is somebody like that. Ilhan Omar is a perfect example of what happens when your children are indoctrinated and they are taught to hate this country. You have somebody who compares us, the United States, to a terrorist nation. It's amazing, but that's it. She hates this country. She hates Jews. She's an anti-Semite. She, I'm sure she hates white people because that's you know the popular thing right now is to hate white people. So I'm sure she hates them too. And that's the type of stuff they're teaching our kids. That's the ideology they want to implant in your child. I mean, as soon as they get there, starting in kindergarten, they don't waste no time. I want to play a clip from you because there's a teacher that was standing up to the school board against critical race theory. And what she's saying is so powerful and impactful, at the end of the video, it's going to get real hard to hear her because the school board cut her mic off. And these people are the true heroes. People like this are going to be why we will survive. If we all do it, believe me, they can't stop us. We all gotta come together and do this. We all gotta work together to save it for all of us. It's not just for your dream or my dream or John's dream or Jenny's dream or anybody. It's all of our dreams. It's the American dream and we gotta work together to do it. Here's that clip.
2: Fairfax County public school teacher and I'm gonna give a message of encouragement to parents and teachers and students who are too afraid to come and speak forward. Parents, the longer that you wait and you don't hold your child's schools accountable gives these guys more time to dictate what's best for your child's physical, mental, and emotional health. Don't be afraid to speak out for your kids because they are voiceless and they, and they rely on you. You should be afraid of them rooting for socialism by the time they get to middle school. Teachers, it may seem that our careers have come to a dead end, but I'm here to remind you we don't work for the school board. We work to mold the next generation of well-rounded American patriots. So don't give up because it is up to us. Students, you are on the front lines of these indoctrination camps. Challenge the staff when you are presented with a ludicrous statement and do not allow anybody to tell you that you cannot accomplish anything because of your skin color or to hate yourself because of your skin color. Students, it is up to you to be the next generation of victims or victors. And finally, to the board, this isn't over and your policies are just as... Nick Gossard followed by Ryan...
0: amazing they can dish it out but can't take it huh I mean she's on fire that girl was and she's right on the money 100 percent we got to start we got to deal with the kids we got to deal with the teachers you know the school board they don't have our best interests in mind they don't have your child's best interests in mind they are pushing an agenda they are not your friends there are multiple ways vote them out go run for go run to be on your local school board You can do it. Why can't you do it? Get on there. You may, even if it's not a paid position, at least you have an opportunity to stop this from the inside. You'll really know what's going on. You can expose everything and you can really get involved. It's time that we make this stand. If we don't stand now, believe me, we're not going to be standing in the future. Uh, This critical race theory needs to be stamped out and it needs to be stamped out now. Otherwise, we have an entire generation coming up of Ilhan Omar's. Oh, that was just, that was even too bitter for my mouth. Good Lord. You know what? If that was the way it was, Sorry, I'm abandoning ship. I'm going to another country (laughs) because if that's what's running around in the next 20 years when I'm older, yeah, at that point, I would say we've lost and it's all downhill from there and time to go and hopefully there'll be somewhere to uh, flee to. Uh, If you like what you're hearing, please tell some people about me. If you'd like to follow me, Twitter at LJCONSERCRN, at CloudHub, Little Joe CC, Gab, Little Joe's Corner, Parlor, Joe Little, and Rumble. Just go to channels, look me up, Little Joe's Conservative Corner, and you can check out some of the quick videos that I'll be posting. Same as the podcast, they'll come out on Tuesdays and Fridays. Otherwise, have a great weekend and a wonderful Friday. I will see you on Tuesday. God bless.